Welcome to the Notary Ninja Show with author, entrepreneur, business developer, and, well, ninja master, Mark Sias. We discuss side hustles, business opportunities, scams, leveling up, and so much more. Just don't argue with the name could cost you your You can reach Mark at Welcome to the Notary Ninja Show. I am your host, Mark Sias, the Notary Ninja. Welcome to the fastest growing podcast in the notary space. Today, we are going to discuss preferred notary status and follow-up. You've probably heard it said before that the fortune is in the follow-up. So what does the follow-up look like? What does it look like for you? What should it look like? Uh, so let's go ahead. All right. What is a preferred notary? A preferred notary is a notary, not that names their business, the preferred notary. That's cute. That's clever. But that doesn't actually make you the preferred notary. Uh, the preferred notary is somebody who is first to call first to get business gets the repeat customer so this can be from realtor lender title attorney direct or preferred notary for a specific signing service but more importantly and probably less discussed and less explored is the preferred notary for the end customer who ultimately calls the shots. You see, if your title company that sent you to do, say, some loans, if we're going there, we're talking loan signings, title company sent you there, but they did a bad job and they haven't impressed the customer, they may not get the repeat business, but all is not lost for you. You can still be the preferred notary for that customer. And guess what? As they take their business elsewhere, they may very well take you with them. So what does that look like? How do we walk that out in real time? Well, it starts with your headspace, okay? So you have to have an understanding of what your role is for these people involved in this transaction. You probably want to have a good understanding of what their role is and what your role is. Now, your role, your job is to obviously get signatures and to witness those signatures to execute these documents, but it is to do them in a manner that is punctual, efficient, uh, professional, and I might even add courteous. Um, one of the things that kind of light bulbed me to fingerprinting and notary for that matter was the lack of courtesy that I would see when I was having my own different, you know, transactions done when I had, uh, purchased real estate or I had to have fingerprints done for different licenses. The, complete lack of courtesy baffled me because I was paying people good money 
and being treated like some kind of a jerkwad. And that made me sit back and go, well, if I was doing this kind of a business, I wouldn't do that. I would treat these customers like valuable people that I wanted to come back and utilize my service. And while that seems like a simple concept, it obviously escapes a lot of people. And here is the chance and the opportunity to over deliver to your customers, all of them, everybody in the chain. So if you connect, if you go into, say, a closing and it is principally around a loan, like a refinance or an equity line, you should be trying to make the loan officer who set that deal up look good. Uh, however, that plays out for you is entirely up to you and your personality. But one part of making them look good is showing up on time, showing up professional, uh, showing up with the right attitude, the right mindset, uh, not showing up with a chip on your shoulder, not showing up being a crab apple. Okay. Show up, smile, uh, and introduce yourself. And one of the things that I do when I get into a customer's house or wherever I'm meeting them is I immediately start looking for something that I can establish a level of rapport with. Now, I'm not people skills extraordinaire. I am not Tony Robbins. Okay. I'm an introverted person uh, with some we call a, a melancholy. I'm an introvert, but I have enough uh, situational awareness to read the room. So if I come into somebody's house and I see obvious things on the wall or on display that are near and dear to them, I find the object that is most relatable to me that I have an understanding or a familiarity with. And I say something about it. I bring it up. I compliment them on that. This immediately makes a connection between you and them. Now, yes, as a notary, you still have a job to do. Obviously, if they can't produce valid identification or their loan is just all botched and you, you can't, uh, it, it can't be conducted, well, that's understandable. That's, those are facts of life. And it's also a fact of life that you may encounter people that are going to be extremely difficult no matter what. You can still be the bigger person. You can still try to make the people who hired you look good. And then, in fact, they will want to rehire you. Um, Oftentimes, I've been into transactions where I thought it went horrible, and I thought that this person was probably going to make something up about me, but I maintained my uh, integrity and my, uh, and my uh, composure. And what I found out is even though they treated me horrible, they actually turned around and told the hiring party, whether it was a title company or the lender, oh, we really liked them. It was really great. They were really... They were really, really good. And so to my surprise, so don't write it off because you don't know what that transaction is going to look like. But on the other end, the other thing that uh, is a lot of uh, signing services and title companies, especially the larger ones, they will do follow up stuff with their customers. They want to know what the signing agent, how they conducted themselves, you know, how did they behave? Uh, so they're getting feedback on you and they're grading you. Some of them, like Amrock, even openly have a scorecard on you. They're just keeping you get a grade, right? You're A, a through F 
And so if you're, if you're at the bottom of that, you are not definitely not preferred notary, okay? So you want to make the client comfortable. You want to make them relax. You want to let them know you got this. Hey, even if you're new to this game and you aren't confident with the documents, it's perfectly okay to say that you don't know or you're not sure. And it's perfectly okay to say, hey, I'm still pretty new at this. Uh, that They can respect that. Most people will respect and appreciate that. So that is okay. It's okay to admit that I'm new. I'm still getting going with this. So I don't understand it at all. But if you do that, but you still display some confidence and the ability to problem solve, to get the right people on the phone if there's an issue, this will um, build, it will help build your brand. So obviously, as you progress through doing uh, like closing the type transactions, you will get better and better and more confident and more confident. And you will be able to conduct the closings faster, thereby actually making more money because the confidence will, people will pick up on it and they will be comfortable proceeding with their transaction with you because you are so confident. So there is a important object lesson to take away. Now, let's talk about your who you are representing. You're representing a realtor. You may be representing a title company and you may be representing a lender. So you definitely want, or a signing service, and you definitely want to go into this trying to do your best for them. Um, obviously, circumstances can play a role, can play a factor. Sometimes you're going to deal with uh, signing services that are too overbearing. They're like your mom. Uh, and you may deal with title and escrow people who are just extremely uh, bitter people for whatever reason. I don't know. But uh, so you still should respond in kindness and in professionalism and courtesy because, again, you don't know what they're you don't know what they're going through you don't know what's on their mind so um don't make assumptions now here's how this works if you make a lender look good and they know it then they are probably going to want to request you now since they hire title companies they can tell the company that you are their preferred notary now if you are working with a realtor same scenario, okay? If you've got friends that are realtors, in fact, I would reach out to them and let them know about your services and what you do because they can now use you as a preferred notary. They might be a little reluctant at first until they see or hear you in action and know that you're not going to botch anything, and that's okay. So let's talk about the title companies. Title companies oftentimes will hire you directly by finding you through one of their usual channels. Uh, they Most of them kind of already have a go-to means, whether it's a signing service or a specific directory, or it's just Google or Thumbtack. Uh, I've had them all find me through there. I've had them find me through my Facebook business page. <laughs> I think I've had them find me through my Facebook profile. But uh, So they will reach out to you and they will have, you know, an assignment for you. And there, of course, you're going to uh, establish what the fee for service is and um, open up that line of communication. And then you are going to move forward from there. So if you do a good job and you make them look good and you communicate with them well about what's going on with the transaction, 
you can fully expect to be hearing back from them and to generate repeat business. This is one thing I love about this business is that when you generate, once you establish some connections, you can get repeat business literally on autopilot. And that is really nice. Now, obviously, we've talked about how the markets can cause some ebb and flow. But really, if you just keep expanding your base, you can overcome a lot of that ebb and flow. If you'll just keep expanding your operation, expanding the connections that you're willing to make. And I say willing to make because you have to be willing to make them. All right, now let's go back to the end customer, okay? This person, oftentimes, the easiest way to be preferred notary for them, number one, is to make a good impression. And then number two is just simply educate them, okay? Let them know what kind of power they wield, okay? Or I think I said that right, wield. So let them know that you, you hired this lender, you hired this realtor, or you hired this title company, and um, you can also hire me. If you go into the next transaction and the next transaction, you can just hire me. You can tell them that this is the notary that I use and you're going to have to set it up with them. And guess what? They will every time. All of those uh, professionals that I just named off in that in that chain of events will follow suit, okay? So which makes the end customer a valuable resource for you uh, becoming the preferred notary. Just make sure you're deserving of that title. Okay, so follow-up. The fortune is in the follow-up. What in the heck is the follow-up? Well, the follow-up is uh, can be twofold, threefold, fourfold. So here's what this looks like for me. I do a transaction for, say, an attorney or a title company or lender and or both and meet their customer. What I'm going to do is send the customer an introductory email explaining who I am and what my role in the transaction is going to be and when I'm looking forward to seeing them. And in my email, of course, they've got a name and a face, so they know who's coming. It's not going to catch them by surprise. There may be some expectancy. I realize some people don't look at their emails, uh, but then a lot of people do. This also gives them my contact information. Okay, It's like I just emailed them a business card. And uh, I do this exact same thing with the title companies, okay? When they email me over documents, I respond to the email and let them know that I've got those documents. And of course, in the responder email is my signature, which is picture, contact info, who I am. Uh, you can throw a slogan in there. Now, same, ago, same goes for the lender or the realtor. So you go in and you do this transaction and let's say everything goes good, everybody's happy and you are, you make your way out of the transaction and you let the customer know that I am going to be sending these back to the title company or to the lender and uh, you can expect XYZ to happen in whatever time period. So in XYZ, of course, is if there's funding or if there's documents that are coming back to them after recording, uh, any number of things. But um, so you will let them know that. Now, when you get back to your office, probably a home office, you would go and uh, respond 
to the lender, send a response email to the title company, thanking them, one, for letting them use your service, uh, two, letting them know that everything went well and that you talked them up and made sure that they looked good, and three, asking them to remember you for future business. It's as simple as that. It's surprising that a lot of people just won't do simple things like that. Now, I'm not done. The next thing that you should do is send a response email or a follow-up email to the end client, thanking them for letting you come over and work with them and that you appreciated the time and it was nice to meet them. And by the way, I also offer these other services and I would also be great to be your preferred notary or that you would refer me to other people. And this is how you network through email. It's easy. It's free. It's easy to do, but it's easy not to do. So easy and free. And these are simple things that you can do to find yourself in a position where you have an ever-growing business uh, because you keep, you keep meeting new people and making new connections and building your brand. And before you know it, you will have lots of work. You will have lots of... Um, lots of referrals, lots of preferred notaries. It's funny how uh, how well that works. I, I, I can't even recall how many times. And Grace is better than I am, really. She gets, she's for the end, the end consumer, she is constantly with preferred notary. She constantly gets calls. And sometimes I can even sense a bit of annoyance in the title company or the lender when they're calling and saying, well, they only want you. They're only willing to accept this if you're coming. And But what a great place to be in. You see, they are calling the shots and they were well-educated about it. And you got the money and you got the job. And when you're in that position, what is really great is there is no competition. When you are the preferred notary, there's no competition, okay? You've eliminated them by the effect of your personality, by who you are and what you are doing. You've eliminated the competition. And as long as you keep doing this, you will keep eliminating the competition. You will keep a good, solid network and base of repeat business that does not require any advertisement and it is very low maintenance, okay? Title and escrow, and lenders, they're very low-maintenance people. You can send them a Christmas card once a year, uh, a friendly email every couple of months, and keep the line of communication open. Funny how that works. So there you have it. This is my the method to my madness for becoming the preferred notary, what the preferred notary is, how this benefits your business, and how you can... Fill those shoes. All right. Notary Ninja is out.